Yellow Yo, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Metod, a podcast. I'm Paul. I'm Jimmy. And I'm Glenn. This is your first time joining us or not. We are Meta Podcast, meta analysis of everything video games and not video games, but mostly video games. Yeah. And yeah, and that's and that's what we're here to talk about mostly tonight. Um, you know, video games being all wonderful and stuff. There's uh, some things about video games that uh, are just downright atrocious and terrible. We love video games. <laughs> But yeah, we wanted we wanted to go into uh, really dig into the the thick of things as far as games that are just like we played them, and we were too stubborn to not like to not finish it, right. and so like we you make it through the entire way, but like there were just some very <laughs> shit mechanics or aspects of the game that you're like this is fucking terrible, but goddamn it, am I gonna fucking beat it? We suffer through. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sometimes intentionally suffer through those games too, so mm-hmm. it, it's not all on the game developer's side. Oh yeah, for sure. You're like you kind of. It's like some of it's nostalgic because like now that you're older, you realize like how fucking terrible of a design it was. But as a kid, like you totally bought it and ate it up because you're like, oh my goodness, so, like right. I was listening. Some, I was listening to a podcast oh. that. <laughs> um, <laughs> he was saying. Like, the game wasn't good or bad for him as a child. Like, it was just a new game. Mm-hmm. It was a new experience. It was not what he already owned. So it didn't matter if it was, like, a shit, like, McDonald's Play Kids game. Like, it was just, like, <laughs> sweet, a new platformer. Yeah. It was just funny to see that distinction. And I was like, I could totally agree with that. I mm-hmm. played some shit games. There's, like, this one Worms game that kind of is, like, two-player on the GameCube. And it's not like worms at all, because you don't like have a group of worms. It's like Peggle, kind of, like versus Peggle. What? It's awful, and I like played it for hours, <laughs> <laughs> and it's real bad. But, yeah. I remember one time on the, uh, I think it was like either Xbox or Xbox 360 when they came out. Like one of the opening games that they came out with was Kung Fu, like a P- Kung Fu Panda game. Oh and my god. Instead of just fucking tossing it out, my friend <laughs> insisted that like at a like get together I don't think it was a birthday party, but it was just like me and three of my other friends mm-hmm. ins- insisted on playing this game. And so like we'd go down to dinner and he'd still be fucking playing Kung Fu no. Panda cuz he was just like trying to prove a he, that's just like his personality though, just like trying to prove a point kind of thing. I don't know what point no, he's that game's to prove. Bad. That game's You played bad. it? I've played it. No, uh, I was. I've heard. I, I heard. So okay, I didn't even hear it. It was like one of the easiest games to get a thousand out of a thousand gamer scores back back in the That's, day. That's that was actually. I remember him saying that. Yeah. So I was like, I'm totally gonna do it. It's super easy to do it, but it was so bad. It literally broke. Like the CD like burned the image of like Kung Fu Panda like <laughs> recursive like onto my. Sc- I'm like not even kidding. It was like demonic, and it like froze. And it just looked awful, and I was like, "Well, can't beat this game." <laughs> you just had like dark eyes. On yeah, your, on but your I like almost did. I almost did, but Damn. I didn't. After Damn. all, so I mean, this whole kind of discussion started with me being crazy and starting from Final Fantasy One and really enjoying that, and then moving on to two, and my God, and this and this is the the yes. OG God, Final it's Fantasy. So hard too. to describe. Just that series and its game releases. Like, why? Right. And, there, I mean, there's, like, some aspects of, like, when you think about really early games that had terrible mechanics, like, you kind of take it with a grain of salt because you're like, you, you, like, they didn't have much to work with in terms of, like, hardware capability or even precedent when it came right. to, like, or, you know, and they, I can I can respect a, like, a game developer who's, like, starting something off being like, you know what, like, in that era... Uh, right. as being experimental yeah exactly being like well we did this and it worked out well maybe we can do something else that'll work out well mm-hmm. but uh it sounded like this was a whole different no level like of... 
because I had just played Final Fantasy 1 and not had like any issues with it. So I was like, okay, cool. They know what they're doing. Like, right out the gate, they made a very playable, like, good game. Mm-hmm. And then I play 2, and it's just a whole different, like, why? <laughs> just all of the things they added were bad. There was nothing good that they just decided, like, they just decided to fuck up the game. I just <laughs> like, like they're sitting in the board meeting there, and that's what they have like their like whiteboards. Just like fuck it up. Yeah, <laughs> like <laughs> it just made no sense. The main thing with me is if I can like play a JRPG through without having to grind too much, then like that's a good game. If I don't have to like because you're not just yeah. I mean that's not what you're in it for, right? You're exactly. The story and the gameplay mechanics. Exactly. And the the story of 2, like, wasn't that bad. There just wasn't really any character development. Like, right. It, it was a pretty standard, like, Final Fantasy story. Like, it pretty much mirrored 1, just had, like, more in-depth, like, Rebels versus the Empire backstory. But mm. the fact that I literally hit a point in the game where I was playing it normally and then I couldn't anymore just broke it for me. And I, like, went into a frenzy of just, like googling guides for like how do i play this game and not have to like murder anyone (laughs) so frustrating so i mean that's like my most recent experience and i'm sure you guys have many games and yeah well what what was so unplayable about two though like what 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 were the changes the changes were okay pushed you over the edge so when you play one whenever you level up your characters their hp and mp goes up just like arbitrary, I mean not arbitrarily. Like it just goes up yeah. because your characters are getting stronger. Makes in, sense to me. <laughs> in two, your HP and MP only go up when you lose health or magic. So like if you lose health, you have a chance to for your HP to go up at the end of that battle. Doesn't always what? happen. What the fuck? If you use spells, your MP has a chance of going up. Doesn't always happen. So it's like is the idea like you're becoming more. As you take damage, like, you become more endured, so then as a result, you have more, like, max health, and, like, as you use spells, you become more one with the arcane arts, so then as a result, like, your magic is enhanced. Yes, like, that, that, in theory, sounds really good. That's, like, some Muay Thai (laughs) stuff going on. In theory, sounds good. Break your bones, you get stronger. Yeah. Makes sense. Sounds real good. In theory, does not work. When it's up to RNG, whether you're fucking any stat especially, goes up, like any. especially if it's like like ten percent of being hit, and it's like, well, if I can like one shot these, but then the bosses are like super hard, I'm just like sitting here. That's exactly to what get happened hit by these monsters, and it's like at the probably at the point too, if you're grinding, where like your speed stat or whatever stat they use in that game is probably so much higher that you're just like okay like smashing a button just to like get through this well that's the thing get attacked is you can attack yourself and that's how you grind because like everything has a max level of 10 or 16 or something so appropriate basically (laughs) when you're in like the main overworld like you can't like those enemies stop leveling your stuff at like 10 and you max out at 10 if you're attacking them or taking damage from them like they just won't be able to get you past 10 level of anything like your hp and stuff will still passively go up if they attack you but the only way to like actually progress is to hurt yourself is to commit seppuku in game while trying not to do it irl yep it's really fucked and it just does not work as like a gameplay like keeping the flow going like i just halted any story progression for hours days even it, <laughs> the game was just over for days <laughs> and probably less enjoyable when you actually did get to experience those things so too, much because so. you have to focus on you just so yeah like if you're having such a strong emotional response maybe you were triggered even by, Dude, hell by what was happening. <laughs> that it, it is hard, but it is hard. Like if you're so emotionally taxed by like having to fucking sit at a screen for ten hours just so you can play your game, like you're not gonna enjoy that story. No, my even eyes if hurt. It, even if it's the best story. <laughs> Who knew that the real grind was one of an emotional level? Oh my god, yes. I leveled up emotionally over the course of Final <laughs> Fantasy two. 
Yeah, you had to do pain to yourself by playing know, Final Fantasy exactly. 2 in order to nightmare. level up emotionally. A, per, a, per, a chance that you'd level up emotionally. Oh, yeah, sorry. Just yeah. Sorry. <laughs> uh, and our, it was up to our, I left it up to RNG, ultimately. Yeah. Well, because you were like, well, that sounds like one, like, that'd be so frustrating. And, of course, I would, like, passively go through that, like, as a child and probably still now and be like... It has to be done. I feel like if you had gone through it, like if you had played this when you were a kid and just kind of done it mm-hmm. as a kid, you probably would have thought back on it and been like, oh, that wasn't so bad. But like I'm doing it, I, when I did it now, I was just like, no one should play this game ever. It's awful. It stopped being a game and was like a chore. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why yeah. I kept playing. God, it wasn't, and there was also another thing inside, like with the, because you were talking about like the final boss or something like that, or like how the party mechanics work in that oh, game. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was because you have standard Final Fantasy, four people. Like four slots. Four that, slots. Yeah. But the third one, the, you have three party members who are always in your party, and then the fourth one, they die, they, they go be the general of an army or something. And they just keep swapping them out so much that you have no time to commit to them being like a well-rounded uh, character, like like the three you, you have. So when I mean, like the best thing is I had this. His name's Guy. He basically was Aww. my tank. Guy. But his health, his HP at the end of the game was about seven thousand. Um, the last boss still did like four thousand damage like per attack sometimes so sometimes you die um okay <laughs> but for instance the last character they give you in final fantasy 2 is leon and he's just like hey i'm gonna be in your party now and you're like okay cool are you good and he's like maybe and then he's like a thousand hp five mp and i'm just like you're the worst i can't <laughs> use you at all and he's like i'm proficient in lances and uh, axes and, and you're like I'm not you I'm, can't have these weapons <laughs> I'm the best warrior in my small village nobody's ever heard of yeah <laughs> like you're the best at nothing I I cannot use you you're worthless so even when I got him I still had to grind and that was infuriating because if I didn't have a speed up that game would have taken I would not be done with that game currently mm-hmm. that game would be still the bane of my existence and this episode wouldn't exist because I'd be like what well, do you mean what do you mean speed up like uh, you're using a yeah I could just hold shift and the game was much faster gotcha right because so, you're playing emulator yeah mm-hmm. I didn't have to wait for actual Final Fantasy like <laughs> like summon Bahamut like every time I was like <laughs> 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 I'm just imagining that in like real time I'm like nope that wouldn't work can't do that was that one of the Final Fantasy where uh, your, whenever your attacks like you, a bar was filling basically slowly? Yes. And then whenever that's your Final Fantasy filled, too. Yeah. No, that's no. That was really bad. painful. That's really painful on like regular speed. Yeah. No, it's bad. Um, the only way it was possible was because I was speeding it up beyond human function. <laughs> and then it still yeah. took you days to it's grind. Still, which is it's just still, it still did. Magnificent. And it's like, maybe I overdid it, but not really, because, like, the final boss still could have wiped out my whole party. Like, there was just no, there was no progression, no, like, logical progression. It was just, like, mm-hmm. normal grinding, you hit a point where you suddenly have to be, like, ten times stronger, and then even after that, you have to be, like, thirty times stronger for, like, Mysteria or whatever the fuck. It was just a fucking nightmare, and I just... I wanted it to be good, but after playing Final Fantasy and it being like that succinct experience, I was mm-hmm. just like, how do you fuck it up so bad? Right, and so it sounds like when when the game was something where, like, if you're playing the game and, like, you progress naturally through the game and, like, as you do that, like, you get stronger, which would make sense, like... You know, like, you get level ups, you get more strength and whatnot, like, totally on board with it. But then, like, when you play games where, like, you just hit, like, a roadblock like that, and you're like, I have to, like, I have to stop playing the game, in a sense, like, experiencing the story, Mm -hmm. and I have to, like, do something that's, like, makes no sense whatsoever to do, just to be able to progress further into, like, what the, whatever this, like... I couldn't use the spells I wanted to use. I couldn't use the weapons I wanted to use. I had to, like, specifically 
make my characters this specific way so that they would be good enough to beat other people. Mm-hmm. Like who the fuck who the fuck makes toad skill the toad spell level 16? <laughs> Why would that be the most logical thing to do? Oh wait, it is in Final Fantasy 2. This is backwards land. <laughs> <laughs> God. You know what this like kind of reminds me of? What? It kind of reminds me of the uh, twin robo fight. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> yeah, like there's only one way to do it. What's what is a- the? Uh, what are you referring to? Uh, from uh, Oracle of Seasons and Ages. If you uh, did the not like the new game or the it's upload like, like your game yeah, continued save. game right. Um, where like you beat seasons and then you can, when you start ages, you can input a code that like you get at the end of seasons when you beat it. Uh, and then it kind of changes the game up a little bit because it's like, Oh, this is a game where you've already beaten C like this ages playthrough is going to be with the context that you've beaten seasons. Mm -hmm. And then when you get to the end of ages, uh, Instead of it being just like the one final boss, it's like there's the the extra bosses because you have like twin Rova and and Ganon to fight. Uh, but, like, the twin Rova fight, like, it was fucking terrible. Oh, like, yeah. The fight, because usually, like, in most Zelda games, you have, like, you can, 2D Zeldas especially, but actually, yeah, all Zelda games to this point, there's usually some type of uh, method to the madness of bosses. Like, you can just watch them and see the patterns that, like, bosses do. Right. Where you're like, okay, cool, like, every uh, three, like, uh fucking i can't even think of one right now but it's like after every two attacks of this type they'll do this attack which you're right. like you should try to hit them during the Throw charge up right yeah exactly like it's like yeah dodongo and dodongo's cavern the big right. dodongo will roll around twice and then we'll do like an inhale attack where you need to throw a bomb into his mouth and it's like yeah. predictable right. yeah it's predictable and then like the twin rova fight though That's in true. seasons and ages like just fucking madness like there was no way to predict like what move was going to be used next or like it was just total like a shit show everywhere and like the way we beat it was so fucking horseshit like we're just like (laughs) sitting in the corner because you have to like i think you had to hit the yeah they would shoot like orbs at you like uh similar to how it was in ocarina of time where like in the twin rover fight in ocarina of time you had to like reflect reflect the fire damage at the ice like yeah, you know, it's the same concept where yeah. you like hit the fire orb to the white. Right, and so it's done like in a two D plane where you have to like hit it like a fire orb, and it has to hit an ice with per, no like, precision. Yeah, there's like no precision. There's like no lineup, and so all we did was we just hung out in the corner, and we just like spammed sword attack until inevitably by luck, <laughs> like a fire orb would get hit by our sword, and then hopefully hit like. Yeah. I, yeah, the ice. And I it was didn't just, even think about that being, but a hundred, yes. Yeah, like it was such, like there was, and then on top of it, we get to Ganon or some shit and we die and we're like, fuck, we have to do the twin Rova fight. Like the twin Rova fight was harder than Ganon yeah. on the fact that like you just had to RNG the entire fight in the corner. Oh, and shit. like that was, that was all it was, was just an RNG fest. And I think ultimately that'll probably be a pretty big recurring theme in this episode. Yeah. It's just like, when a, a mechanic is reliant on it being RNG, like, it's probably a shit mechanic. Yes. Oh, my God. I didn't even think about... Just, but then but then yeah. again, there's also, there's also the opposite side of that where it isn't RNG. And I think, Glenn, you probably have a, a pretty good one for this. But uh, I, I think of... <laughs> oh, uh, God. <laughs> I think of... Don't bring it up. Oh, God. This is, there was many a good mornings. I uh, or just one morning where I woke up and when I was living with Glenn. And uh, he was playing uh, one of his favorite nostalgic series. What series was that, Glenn? Oh, it's a Jack and Daxter series, <laughs> one, two, three. Oh. Yeah. Uh, so... The, what Paul's referring to as well is like one specific part because I actually replaying the series was good. I don't think the games are as good as I remember them being, but it, it's a good. They're good. It's a good series. Um, but there's one part in Jack Two where and in Jack Three they brought it back for some fucking reason. <laughs> like, you know what? And they made their own game actually about it. Is the <laughs> racing mechanic because somehow they thought I guess that their original racing mechanic was better than the others because they decided to make a fucking game out of it. (laughs) And people apparently bought it. But in Jack 2, it is like... It's not necessarily like luck, but 
it's so difficult that it that if you like were to fall once or to like miss one jump or like not hit a speed boost once kind of thing like you just lost the race oh and so that because no matter how far ahead you got which like you can get really far ahead there's like a comeback mechanic that they incorporated in the game mm -hmm. where like if you die they're literally like in front of you and you can't catch up again yeah, it's like it's like rubber so if you like ever, rubber banding almost yeah if you ever got like if you ever got behind then you lost and so you had to stay ahead the whole race but then like mess up one thing and they make all the progress you made gets like thrown out the window and then you lose so, and there's like and it's like a five minute race it's like not short and so because like three laps on like a, a course or whatever and so like now this is it's not racing <laughs> it's not the thing is i think it was multiple mornings because there wasn't just one section of this game where you raced it was like scattered like peppered in throughout the game as if like you wanted to come back to that mechanic mm -hmm. or something because i remember but. i remember in jack 2 it was like kind of set up uh gta style where like there was like a, a like a city you were in and like you could hijack cars oh, yeah. there was a mini map and stuff and so like there was some aspect where like you did get experience like driving but it's like at no point I felt during the game when I watched you at least, Glenn, was there any yeah. indication that like, hey, there's gonna be a racing aspect to this? And then No, I'm absolutely not. It was just a it's a way to like span the entire world without just like walking around. And you're in like this post I guess like apocalyptic world where everything's like a slum and it just kind of fit the mood and the theme. Oh, so current and the and the, year. and the and the cars kind of existed in one um just not in this not to the same extent so you know it it fit the gta style is actually kind of interesting i don't know if i i agree with the choice but um mm -hmm. the, the way that jack series moved but um it worked besides the racing like yeah you're, you're right there's no indication that you would have to like this was something you had to do it's just like thrown in there and poorly done yeah and like not really fixed in three yeah it also just sounds like a huge, uh, like the game just didn't have any good conveyance in the like it, like mm -hmm. because I feel when you're in a game like like Jack Two specifically when it is like a city that you're kind of roaming and whatnot like yeah if you had I think even if you had things where like players at some point or maybe it's just like you know passing billboards or some shit like that like that sort of advertise the race or someone mentioned about like how excited they were for the races coming up or something like that. So that like when it actually happens, you're like, Oh, okay. Like I've heard about right. this. It makes right? sense that I'm doing. This. Yeah. Like, but then as I remember, like the game just like sort of dropped it on you. Like you're just like going to this mission. Then all of a sudden it's like, Oh yeah, you're going to race now. And you're like, wait, <laughs> what? And this is like, if I remember right too, it was like past the halfway point of the game too. Like, oh yeah. As well. It was like, that's I'm pretty so sure this was in, like, two hours of the, like, final <laughs> um, arc of the story kind of thing. Yeah. Like, it was it was late into the game. Mm -hmm. And as Paul said, like, absolutely no indication that you'd have to do it until, like, it happened. And they're like, you have to get this thing. You have to, like, win the prize or something like that. I don't remember what the fuck you had to do. But it's, like, gave some bullshit reason why you had to do this race. But, like, absolutely, just absolutely the worst no like not very good context and just like the worst mechanics and like i'm not gonna say like ruined the game it didn't ruin the game mm -hmm. but that is the most mem like memorable thing about that game right. and that's <laughs> a problem yeah because yeah. like i totally i totally get if it's like let's say like 20 percent into the game and it's like hey you get to do this light race or something like that like maybe that's just right. a little mission is like race like, this get to race this dude around the slum real quick to teach him a lesson you know or some shit like that right like that's one thing and yeah. then like and i don't even i don't even mind like how if they did it like how Final Fantasy X did Blitzball kind of thing. Like, if it was just, like, an extra thing you can do, mm -hmm. and it was just shittily done... Right. Which, Blitzball was not shittily done. Yeah, dude. If it Andrew was an extra thing... <laughs> but, like, if it was just an extra thing, like, I wouldn't mind. Like, that's something, even though, like, I am one of those people who tries to do all the collectibles, like, I might just skip because it's so irrelevant. Right. But it was something you had to do. That sucks. Yeah. 
Plus, it's like, and the fact that it was so intensive, and the fact, because I remember it, it was like, it wasn't like any conventional race. It wasn't, uh, like, one, it had the rubber banding mechanic where, like, the enemies would kind of always be on your tail, regardless of how much, like, we're, so, like, if you take the fucking, like, there's, like, shortcuts you can do in the race. And I remember looking at the mini-map while you were doing this race, too, Glenn, was, like, yeah. so if you take the fucking long way around and shit like that, like, all the enemies and shit will take the long way around and whatnot, so they're always, like, behind you or whatever, right. and you're kind of, like, all with the pact. But if you take, like, sh- like shortcuts and shit, like, every fucking dude's gonna take the shortcut, like, so they don't get behind well, and everything. Well, you revealed it to I, Yeah, right? And it was just, like, it was so dumb, because we... But no, it's, like, if you took the shortcut and then on the next, like, lap you didn't, like, they would all take the long way That's again. so like, creepy. It was just though, shit like man. that where, like, regardless, like, they would always be on your tail. So as Glenn said, like, if you fucked up one thing, like, it was, yep, like, you just fucking lost. And then on top of it, it wasn't even, like hey, here's this three-lap race or whatever. It's real quick. It's like, here's this five-lap race that's going to take... Like, was it five? It was. Oh my God. I only know because oh I watched the uh, the speed run of it this morning. You did? But like, oh my God. But yeah, it was like a five-lap race. And I'm like, how the fuck do you just drop this on your players? So like, the only reason this is challenging is because like no one knows how the fuck to do it. It's like, so weird. It's such a deliberate choice to have it like... When I think of Jack and Daxter, I'm not thinking of a racing franchise. Yeah, but not until you play Jack and Daxter racing. <laughs> no, not until I play it's that game. Jack racing. Jack racing? Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, get Jack. But, like, I just don't have the heart. Like, I, lo- I loved that series. I don't know how I got through that as a, as a wee lad. Young buck. Because as a young buck, it's, it was painful, man. Mm. I'm, Yeah. <sighs> I would say okay. This I only just remembered this too, and I don't know if you ever got to experience this. Experience this, Jimmy. But okay, uh, the game Lost Odyssey. Okay, like, I haven't played it enough. Wait probably. a second. Hold on. <laughs> I'm I'm doing some googling real quick. Okay. Give me a sec. Yeah. So this was a uh, a a mic an Xbox 360 by Microsoft like, Studios by Microsoft Studios and here's the thing about it was like their JRPG they did that was not a JRPG right. it was just an RPG but it had Nobuo Uematsu as the composer for it and so you're like what is this like dude from like the most renowned like final yeah. fantasy composer like, like how did it even happen yeah like doing this Microsoft Studios like soundtrack but the thing about it though was that the game like there was not a whole ton of compelling pieces to it. No. Um, it's and not cor- compelling at all. And of course, I fucking played it all the way. So like, except I got to like the very end, and then I just like had to do something for a week, and I never picked it up ever again. And so there's some playing. Xbox out there in the world that has like a 95% file of like Lost Odyssey, that, like was like, never finished. It's like Nagi. Nagi. Yeah, exactly. Um, but the thing about this game that, like, to me was just real shit was, like, so you had, um, premise of the game is, like, your dude's immortal or whatever, and he's, like, has amnesia. Or whatever. Yeah, and he has amnesia. And for some reason, there's, <laughs> like, a small, <laughs> yeah, small population of, like, people who are immortal, and they all have amnesia for some reason. Like, and that's kind of, like, part of the story. They're is called to... the Amnesiac Immortal. <laughs> Fuck. Um, but anyways, in your party throughout the game, you get two types of people. You get, like, just normal mortals, and then you get immortals. And immortals can learn, like, everything. Mm-hmm. Whereas mortals will, like, if you get a... There's this dude you get, Jansen, he's, like, the black mage kind of thing, like, of the party. Like, he can only ever hope to know, like, black magic is what it I is. I don't like the way you said black there. Gray magic. I'm just, I'm just kidding. I'm just fucking. Um, but like, but <laughs> I just was like, I'm just. He like, only I'm just knows be black magic <laughs> compared to the more illustrious white magic. <laughs> <laughs> like, what the fuck? The highest tier uh, of magic. God. Fuck. Um, but like, so that's the thing, right? Like, you get this guy. He's a black mage. I thought he's better in black magic, but he, like, he no. knows cure. Does he? I don't fucking remember. All he I know like is like magic. he only has access to his selection of spells. Like okay, he can't learn other characters' abilities or, or equip other yes. characters' equipments, whereas immortals can can do so. Um, 
And I'm so as a result, skill stealing. Or right, yeah, some shit like that. Uh, like, but then there's also like characters who. It's like so you have your skills and abilities, but then also your stats are weighed or whatever. So it's like, oh, this character has an A in strength, meaning for every level up they get, like they get more strength, oh, okay. and then like they have a C in defense or something. Sounds some like shit. Final Fantasy too. Um, and so the thing was is like those things, <laughs> those things were static, and immortals were always better at like the stat weights than oh. the mortals were. Uh, with, like, a few exceptions. But regardless, what it inevitably ended up being was at the end of the game, like, you would only have, like, immortals in your party. And, like, because that was just the most viable thing to do. Right. Like, you could have other dudes in your party, like, the mortals and whatnot, but, like, the only reason... And they all were, like, their own characters. It wasn't just, like, random mortal guy, right. soldier, warrior, one, right? Like, it was... Like, hey, here's this backstory for this character and whatnot, whatever, blah, 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 blah. They wacky voice acting. I know, right? And then, uh, which was, like, one of the first games that, like, had, like, you could do Japanese, like, voice oh, with, yeah. like, English subs. It was really cool. But, uh, all together, though, like, it came down to the point where you would just, all you, you had mortals around for were to learn their skills just so you could have a team of immortals at the end of the game. And then throw them away. Yeah, like, there was this dude who, like, he was really cool. I really liked him as a character because he was, like, this guy who was supposed to be, like, the next emperor, but, like, he didn't have much of, like, much spine or whatever, but, like, he was kind of, like, getting his resolve and whatnot, like, the more you, like, were with them and everything, uh. like it kind of conditioned him into being the stronger leader. And I'm like, this guy's such a, like, he's going to be Builds such a character. Yeah. Like such a badass and stuff. But then like, it's like strength gain D like it was just the fucking worst, God. but he had the best weapons in the, like literally there were the most powerful weapons in the game. And so all you did though was just, Hey, you just it's teach a your, it's a yeah, you just teach your main dude or whatever. Kaim, you just teach him to use that guy's weapons. And then Kaim just uses the weapons instead. And you're like, okay. And you get that fuck out of your, out of your team ASAP. You strip him of his weapons and title. Yeah. Like, and that's what the game was is like, and then on top of it, like, is there a commentary there somewhere? I bet there's a commentary there somewhere. Okay. <laughs> nope. <laughs> and then on top of it, the um, the way you got skills or whatever, like you would learn them like slowly or whatever. But then you had like, so initially you're like, okay, I can only know so many set skills. Makes sense. That's kind of like the balance of it, right? Um, but then there were these like skill expanders. That's like, hey, you can learn two more skills now, but it took up a skill slot, so you're like, you you net one. Right. But then you could just put skill expanders into skill expanders, and so at the end, you're like, okay, I can know, like, 40-plus skills now because I can, like, expand my skill even more with another skill expander, so, like, you kept netting sure. more. And then, like, Immortals were just, like, they could just have one character that just knew everything. Right. And, like, could equip everything, knew all the spells, knew all, like, and every person on your team could do that. And I, I was just like, this is such a shit design. <laughs> because at the end of the game, all you had was everyone who was the exact same as everyone else. Oh, and, awful. like, the only thing that differentiated them was their stat weights. Oh, and so, awful. like, there is no sense of identity. And you're like, hey, here's this dude who's obviously, like, a pirate guess what they're my fucking magic user now because like i fucking can do like it was they just... prefer black magic <laughs> <laughs> so like i just remember playing that and being like this is such shit in terms of design wow, like I it can't was wait. fucking atrocious but you played the whole thing 95 percent oh sorry yeah sorry. i never beat that game i never you beat it close, guys. god i remember there was one dude in that game you get to and he was like it was, like, fucking uh, the voice of Dill from, like... Uh, no, not Dill. Uh, Chucky? Or... What were the babies in Rugrats? Oh, it was, it was not. Uh, Chucky, Wait, Tommy. Yeah. Was it Phil and Lil? Yeah. yeah Phil it was, and Lil. So the voice yeah. actors for Phil and Lil voice acted in this game, oh like, God. brother and sister, this brother and sister, and it was just the voice of Phil and That's Lil. That's really funny. So, like, you play them and you're like, and they're, but they're like teenagers, and you're like, why the fuck so do I have rugrats in my team? <laughs> like, what the fuck? 
That reminds me. That's like so Valkyrie profile. Just oh, like dude. full Pokemon cast. Straight. Like yeah, you're like, and it's like not even differentiated. You're like, yep, that's just Brock. <laughs> like they didn't change their voice at all for this character. They just like so good. Uh, voice act something. Okay, I guess I'll do the one voice. I, I guess know. I'll do my Brock voice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Brock was also James and Squirtle though. Same guy. Hmm. Okay. Pretty talented guy. Pretty talented. <laughs> Brock and James are very different voices. They are. I, I, always, talented. I always forget that, like, voice actors also do, like, Pokemon needed a voice actor. Like, that is a human making that noise, right. and it, it just blows my mind every time. I know, the lady who does Pikachu like just is a Pikachu. Pikachu. Yeah. Like, you, even when you see her, you're like, she looks like a She's Pikachu. She's a Pikachu. They modeled the Pikachu after her. <laughs> she does the mocap right. for Pikachu. <laughs> All right, back to Google one sec. (laughs) (laughs) Who is Pikachu? (laughs) Oh, you know Pikachu Detective Game? I still want to play it. It's not out yet. Does it have shit mechanics? No, just kidding. I bet it has shit mechanics. Still, if Danny DeVito is the voice actor for Pikachu Detective, wouldn't that make (laughs) it like such a good game? I'm on board. Oh, my God. I'll sign that online petition. Online petition to have that be a thing. Yeah. Because it'll super veto a contract <laughs> at court of law. Yeah, totally. Okay. If, if hundreds of thousands of people sign an online petition, then it's a thing that'll become law. <laughs> so That's how the world works. That's how right? the world works, Glenn. Mm-hmm. What were you talking about with the Dark Souls physics engine? Oh, Dark Souls 1? Is it just shit? Uh, yeah, it is real bad. And I, I, I've the only one I've found who has the same hatred for Dark Souls 1 um and i'm not even sure if the physics engines changed or they just like made it better but when i played that game because i played the the spiritual predecessor was demon souls and i love demon souls i played all the way through it um and loved it and then i get to dark souls and first first mistake i buy it on pc um and so i'm trying to play it like with a keyboard i'm trying to play it with a keyboard i'm like this is impossible And it was. It was absolutely horrid, and I didn't have, like, a uh, controller for oh, no. my my computer. Right. And so I ended up borrowing one, and I'm like, fuck this, so whatever. I go buy one for... I go buy Dark Souls for the PS3. Because <laughs> I only spent, like, ten bucks on it, whatever, for right. the computer. Steam anyway, sale. but then I get it for... I get it for the... Um, PS3. For the PS3, and then every time I die, I don't... I don't feel like it's justified and not like, oh my God, Dark Souls 1 is really hard because I play, I played Demon Souls. I know what to expect. Like you're going to spend fucking hours playing this game and just dying. Um, but this game, I swear, I just died from like my role somehow being longer one time than another time or like not dodging when I was supposed to or just like feeling like I clip an edge and then I fall off the cliff kind of thing like shit like that where like I feel like every time I died it was or not every time but most of the time I died it wasn't justified um it just pissed me off and I feel like that was the but that's the culture behind Dark Souls how do you convince like it's very hard to convince somebody of the nuance between like the game is really hard because the game is hard, or the game is really hard because it's hard, plus the physics engine is shit. Right. And I've heard that a lot, I think, where there's, like, subtle jump puzzles in... Not, like, jump puzzles, but, like, going down a ledge or something in Dark Souls 1 to get an item or to access a new area. And then, like, that's even a challenge in itself. Mm-hmm. Right. Where, like, it shouldn't and that sh- be. And that shouldn't be. Right. I've heard that a lot, so I think, I think there is a an amount of people that would agree with you there. Well, because even just not anybody that I've met, which is frustrating, because <laughs> everybody's everybody's like, "Oh my god, the Dark Souls series is so fucking good, and I love it and everything." And I'm like, "Yeah, no, I've played the recent ones, and I haven't played all the way through them, mind you, but like I've played them, and the same issues don't exist. Mm-hmm. But like, I could not, I couldn't." Uh, stomach playing Dark Souls 1. Like, I just, I couldn't do it. Which, which is, like, it's even more funny that you mentioned that, too, because I know recently our friend Brian, uh, over at uh, Infinity Dogs, shout out. Uh, <laughs> um, Infinity but Dogs. Infinity Dogs? Is Infinite Dogs? Infinite Dogs? Fans of the genre. That's fans of the genre. F-O-T-G. Fans of the genre. Photog. <laughs> Photog. Anyways, uh, he was recently, or not recently, but uh, some months back playing Dark Souls 1, and our friend David 
was like, hey, dude, if you're going to play Dark Souls 1 on computer, like, here's this performance patch you have to, like, this... <laughs> and it was, uh, it's an unofficial, like, performance, oh. like, patch and fix or whatever that just, like, addresses a lot of the poor physics engine of Dark Souls 1. Oh, my 1. God. See, like, this is the shit that I needed. Yeah. Wow. But, like, four years ago or however long ago. Otherwise. Yeah, and so it's, but, like, the fact that, like, you needed your like commute like your fan base to come together to oh, like fix your to game. fix your game because like even our friend david was just like yep like don't try to play it without the performance wow, patch or else david. it's gonna be like like it's just gonna be fucking terrible like <laughs> yeah. and and then i think brian had done that and he was like yeah like this game is infinitely better now like <laughs> it's it's play way like, better people like i played the game thinking it was gonna be hard i didn't play the game thinking it would be f- the most frustrating piece of shit ever. <laughs> uh, well, anyway, that's obviously but... well. You didn't get good. <laughs> yeah, obviously, obviously, I just didn't try. Cause like, you look at if you look at my PS3 account or whatever, it's like 500 hours played on Demon Souls, and then like 10 hours played on Dark Souls One. Cause I just, I, I just actively could not. Right. And I'm not saying like it should be a pretty easy transfer over. Like I know you have to like learn new mechanics and like understand the maps and stuff like that, but like. If I can't beat, like, the first couple of levels without just being utterly frustrated at, like, how the how the game's playing, like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna sit through that game. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'll, I'll grind Pokemans, but I'm not gonna play that game. And that almost happened in Final Fantasy 2, because the area that you start is so small that if you go any direction, like, south or west, <laughs> um, you'll encounter enemies that will kill you instantly. And oh, so I didn't save. Like I was just like, I'm starting an RPG. I'll yeah. just play and grind a little well, bit. You, but you have a chance to have your HP go up, though, if that happens. <laughs> <laughs> no, so it actually, like, I actually had to restart the game like three times because I just ventured too far in one direction without knowing the like strict borders of. How the did it take map. you? Like, I feel like after the first. Time, well, like, <laughs> just like start saving. I just it was difficult. A holding shift, you know. <laughs> Like I go just, too far, too fast, shit. and I end up in the warthog country, and then they're like, Vroom. I like to go fast. <laughs> oh my god. It was bad. They just like, the fucking like to go fast. That just reminds me of all the shit of 3D Sonics oh and like god. poor mechanics there. Oh my god. I. Okay, sorry. Never mind. <laughs> no, 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 no. I was thinking of. I was thinking about Sonic Adventures and how I wanted to talk about fucking amiibos or whatever the fuck oh, called. Chows. Chows. Chow. Oh, my God. The original No, I know it's not Amiibos. (laughs) But, like, how shitty I thought Chows were and how there was this whole, like, entire system set out so, like, you could, like, have Chow Olympics. Dude, Jimmy is so triggered right now. He is all about raising Chows. I know. triggered. It's all... You don't ever have to do it. I... And that's why it's okay, because I mentioned that in another thing. Like, if I didn't have to do Jack Racing... It, yeah, it was completely optional. You never had to but, do the Chow Gardens. But when I walk into your room and I expect to like have fun playing <laughs> shitty, like awesome games, and then you're just like, "Yeah, I'm gonna race my." You don't want to see me like, raise my babies. <laughs> yeah, let me tell you about like the ultimate disappointment. Oh, I'm sorry. Well, on, on the the I mean topic of Sonic 3D games though, like. Just Shadow the Hedgehog, the game, like, in general, is a nightmare of just bad mechanics put together. Isn't that with most of the games that they made for the... Any any 3D Sonic game kind of just kind of fails infinitely. Yeah, like, Sonic Adventure 1 and 2 were kind of permissible, like... But even then, it was was still really on the fence, but there was never a time, like... Actually, maybe it's just games that introduce racing and, like, vehicles. Oh, my God, there was racing. Because there was, like... Because in Sonic Adventure 1, for the most part... Actually, there was parts of it that were, like, kind of, like, just shit and whatever, but... In the, in the, like... Fishing mechanic? Yeah, but... Oh, God. Okay, yeah, I forgot about the fishing Like, fishing or racing when it's not a fishing or racing game? Yeah, there we go. Is that a good idea? (laughs) Maybe? Yes. Like, I'm trying to think of, like, Battletoads has that segment that's reminding me of jack 2 racing where in battletoads you're in like the motorbike and you have to pinpoint accuracy through oh yeah then, like you, if you fail you or die shit. and you restart that section or mm-hmm. the game and like 
it's really difficult because it's really fast. There's no, there's no reason for that to exist, and that just is awful. I mean, Battletoads in itself is like the Dark Souls of, <laughs> <laughs> of NES. No, I just, or, just yeah NES, right? But yeah, 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 or SNES. I don't remember. Can't remember. I know SNES had the like Battletoads with Double Dragon Cart. I think Double Dragon Cart. Well, it was like both. Like it had Double Dragon and Battletoads. Right. It was just when you said Double Dragon Cart, I just thought of Double Dash. Anyways. Sure. Speaking of racing mechanics. Yeah. No, but like Battletoads is 100% what I'm thinking of where like it's just introduced and is nearly impossible without trial and error. Like yeah. over and over and over again. Mm. But it's only like relevant for... Like two seconds. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, only for it's like that a, specific yeah. part of the game, and then it just doesn't come up again. Yeah, there's, like, no recurring aspect of it, whatever. Yeah, it's just, like, it's super shit in, like, how that stuff is implemented, and I feel like that still passes in today, you know? Like, that still happens where developers today, like... And it almost just seems like a way where game developers are like, how can we make the game longer, you know? Or, like, how can we try to appeal to, like, the all, like... Uh, right. Like, and there's like a group of people aspects. at a desk, like in the corner, and they're like, "We did a racing thing," and they're like, "Oh, put it in the game." <laughs> yeah. Like, and so there's like things like that where they try to either mash a bunch of systems they have together to create something because it's like in Jack too, right? Like you have vehicles exist in the game, right? So you're like, okay, like vehicles, you can drive around them in this in the city or whatever, and then it turns into like, oh, hey, actually, like now racing right even though like you can see yeah. this like the jump like and and how the connections yeah. made there you're like okay vehicles yeah. into racing makes sense but like never was there the expectation like in the game vehicles are just a way of getting from point a to point b faster there's racing in knights of the old republic do you have to that's not mandatory though there the, you have to do it once in, at least in I the think. first one yeah okay i'm just saying i played more kotor 2 it's than not anyone. bad I think I don't mm-hmm. remember a hundred percent, but like I remember it not being di- oh super difficult. God. You know what else was shitting in like Kotor one was like when you would do space jumps to different planets, but then it'd be like incoming fighters, and then you would have to do the oh like the, my god, you'd have to man your turret in your spaceship, and you'd have to blow down fighters, and you're like it was just so easy, but it just took up loads. Like, y'all, oh my god, yes. it was terrible. Same, do you remember? Kingdom Hearts, the fucking gummy shit. Oh my god. Oh shit. It's like the same thing. And I fucking hated it because you had to like get blueprints and you like find blueprints and then you like you never know what the fuck to do because it doesn't explain it to you nor is it relevant for any part of the game besides like traveling to other planets. (laughs) And like I don't mind necessarily like the loading screen like playing mini game. Space Invader, whatever you fucking want me to play. But like I don't want to spend time with your shitty menu system, like, trying to figure out, like, what ship is better than what or, like, what Dude, it does. It's just the black material is... ship. Everybody knows it's the best. I don't know. God. <laughs> well, like, one of my friends, like, actually really liked the gummy ship. And, like, he showed me. He, he was, like, really proud of his, like, Kingdom Hearts 2 save file. And I was like, Dude, this game looks shitty. <laughs> like, I couldn't really, like, break it well, to Kingdom him. Hearts... Or was Kingdom it Hearts 1 or 2? Good... I don't remember. But, Which one had the well, gummy ship? It was ship? definitely in one. I don't know. I can't remember. I thought it was in Wait. two. I thought it was in both. Fuck, dude, I remember. But they're both good games. Right. It's just like that part of it. I was like, just he was like, super proud of that part. No. Especially. But it's, yeah, it's like, like a blemish on the record, and you're like... <sighs> there's like a part in it, too, where like you can make a... Because there's blueprints, so you can follow the blueprints. Or you can make a custom ship. But you have to like learn how their shitty mechanics, like actual... like. Mechanic mechanism mechanics oh. work so you can make the ship correctly so that it'll run and then also look cool because why else would you make a custom ship besides wanting to make it look cool kind of thing and it's like why the fuck would anybody spend time on this like this is not like what are even that's not what people signed what are gummies? up to play like, what, like you know like I signed up to play like nostalgia with Disney characters and cool combat and Final like, that's Fantasy. what I want in the same game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Basically. Basically. Isn't Sephiroth in... Yeah. He's like this... He's always like the secret hidden hardest boss in That's both so, games. Yeah. It's still so weird to me. 
<laughs> they're like, oh yeah, Sephiroth is here. Yeah, he's present. Bite him. <laughs> I never really questioned it because it was like, because I had played Final Fantasy, so I was like, yeah, why? Like, why not? Yeah. It's, it's and Goofy's like, go more Sephiroth. Kill Sephiroth. <laughs> <laughs> like I just it doesn't make any sense to me I just don't get no, it no but like honestly as a kid I, I never even you were just like okay it. just like, sound yeah, logic cool. you're like Mickey is canon and everything so yeah but you know yeah. when you know when you're talking about all those menus and how they're poorly optimized and everything like that if you fucking bring up <laughs> I was gonna say it, sounds like it all just it all just comes back full circle boys I, I, no <laughs> I thought about it, it like earlier I thought about it earlier when you were talking, and I was just like, I'm not going to bring it up. I'm just like, It's like too there's fresh so, a wound. There's, there's so many, like, <laughs> things are wrong with that game that it would, it's, it's, it could be its own episode, but I also just don't want to like, give I like it, it airtime. I, like it I don't want to give it airtime. like the butt of every joke it's in so our It's so good. I love it. Like, I love it. It was, it was fun. Yes. I was uh, when I went down for the hall, like Fourth of July this past weekend. Uh, yeah, we we had like a mini game night with like some of my brother's friends and everything, nice. and uh, like it got brought up somehow, like oh, no. Mass Effect Andromeda, and there was one guy who Ugh. was like, "God, no! <laughs> I played that game all the way to the end, and like." <laughs> No, like I will never play it again. And I'm like, yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah, I played two hours of it and I it never like, played it again. Never played it again. God, yeah. yeah. God, I think I, God, I think I put like fucking thirty hours or some oh, shit I'm into so that game. Sorry, Maybe more, thirty to fifty. I don't know, somewhere in that range. And I just like, like you're gonna, I can't ever get that time. Yeah, back. you're gonna be on your deathbed one day, Glenn, and you're gonna be like, if I had only one more day, and you're like, if I only never played the like, these thirty hours are gone. <laughs> They're like, sir, oh that your cure, if you were only alive for 30 more hours, like... You're like, it just needs 30 like, damn hours. damn it, man. You're like, I spent those on Mass Effect Fucked Andromeda! Andromeda. <laughs> <laughs> My hours. <clears throat> here, here lies Glenn, uh, fine, like, etched on Tombstone, like, never play Mass Effect Andromeda. <laughs> spent too much time yeah. playing Mass Effect Andromeda. <laughs> Just, just leave it to EA to fuck up your life, so mm-hmm. your whole bad. life. I know. There's so many times where I'm like, oh, it's made by who? EA? Yup. Just don't buy it. Like, fuck. It's so Which bad. is so sad because like they used to make be like real like good original games. Sega Genesis games like EA. Fucking Dude, awesome. Shit ton of games. NF- games. Did they make? Hold on. Did they make NFL Blitz? Because if they did, mm, I don't know. I don't Better know. whip out that Google. Again. I feel like that's Tecmo. No, that's Tecmo football. I don't know. Yeah, but yeah, like, like, and like they made like really fucking. There's cool like games James back in the, the James Bond games on the GameCube are all EA. Or yeah, so even cooler in my opinion is uh, in Sega Genesis in 1991 or 92 they made this game called Starflight, which Ooh. is legit just Mass Effect for Sega Genesis. Oh yeah, you've talked about yeah, it. Yeah, like it, there's so many things about it. Like you get a ship that you can customize. You fly it around the solar system. You like you land on planets. You even have a little Mako that you drive Aww. on the planet to like mine minerals and stuff with. Awesome. And then you can like go in solar systems and you have to orbit planets and stuff to be able to land there or whatever. And then you can like fly in the the galaxy and like your fuel is burned hella fast and shit. And then on top of it, you assemble your crew from like a bunch of different alien races, and then you run into different alien species, and you have to know like how to interact with those species. That's cool. Because like some of them, like you always have a response, like you have like a neutral safe response, like or a like really attack. attack mean response, and then a really like super good like oh we come in peace kind right. of thing. And it's straight like you play it, and you're like I feel like I'm just playing Mass Effect in 1991. Like, That's crazy. Yeah, and that was made by EA. Like <laughs> That's so crazy. Was EA with Mass Effect 1 as well? I mean, I guess they were the publisher. They were, it was Bioware, but I don't know. I feel like EA had EA... their little grubby mitts on it. That mitts, <laughs> man. But it was so good then. I know. God. Was it doomed to fail? But that, I mean, like, that's the thing. Mass Effect 1, we all have very fond memories yeah, of. for sure. And even then, like, I mean, Mass Effect 1 didn't have, like, shit mechanics. Like, they were just, I feel like there were broken mechanics, but they weren't, like... Right, yeah, there was not there was no halt in in Mass Effect for me. Right. Gameplay wise, there was no story halt. There it was a very fluid experience. Right. Yeah, there was never anything that felt like an RNG like roadblock yeah, kind of thing. Cuz you could customize your character's loadouts and 
mm-hmm. skill trees and stuff like that, and that all worked. It was never... Like, I never felt outmatched. Don't, like, as much as you want to have Garrus, just don't put him in your team, because he's going to try to fucking <laughs> snipe, snipe people at close range. <laughs> close range. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Still tried to put him in, though. Hmm. Well, yeah. what are you going to do? Exactly. And, like, there's a there's a couple other games that come to mind. Like, I think about... When I think about Assassin's Creed, I think about just, like, the collectible system. But, yeah. like... You know, that's that's give and take a little bit because you know, there's people who really appreciate that aspect. I think just sometimes yeah. when it seems like it's just very arbitrarily placed to make the game longer, I think is where I get my gripe, but I totally respect people who are like achievement hunters and everything it's, of the it sort. Was, it was always a deliberate choice, but it didn't actually make any sense in Assassin's Creed 1 because there were never any maps that you could buy to help you find the flags. And the only way to, like, find them all was to look at guides and, like, follow them. And if you had gotten any, like, out of order, you're like, well, I don't know where the fuck I am anymore. Mm. But then, like, other side of the coin, Black Flag, they have the shanties. (laughs) Yes, they're a collectible, but it's, like, the best collectible in any video game. Goddamn, no, we want shanties. Ever. Just ever. So... It's, like, again, another deliberate choice, but, like, a much better deliberate choice. Yeah. Yeah, collectibles and games can be, like, pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Like, I've been playing Shovel Knight recently, mm-hmm. and it's kind of the same thing, where, like, you get the... Um, Love me some Shovel Knight. The song scrolls or whatever, and then you get, like, some really cool 8-bit music that you can go back and yeah. play. Yeah. Like, but, you have to, but you have to find the scrolls in order to hear it. And so it's... In that way, like, they're not... Ju- they're collectibles, yes, but they're also functional to a right. certain extent, or they at least, like, play yeah. into the story a little bit. Um, but, yeah, I, I get that with other games, like... The collectibles just don't mean anything. Right. They have um, no like the, value. Right. There's no value in... The only value of them is outside of the game right. in which you can be like, either like, I got 100%, you know? But there's no yeah. like internal in-game reward for it. That would have been cool in like Black Flag when you like get a shanty and then like you go you like go back onto your boat like with a scroll with like a shanty on it and like teach it to your like men like that would have been even way cooler i mean like a, just a very short cut yeah. scene where you like walk on the boat and everyone's like yeah and then like <laughs> sing it as you like ride off like that would have been so cool not that it wasn't cool already but right. it would have made more sense than just like running after a flying piece of paper and then getting it and then suddenly your your crew, crew knows, knows a shanty Johnny O or like yeah. it was so gamey yeah but still I, really fun yeah so I think for me it's like it needs to have some type of reward for collectibles you know right. and maybe it's a reward you get only once at the very end of it or maybe it's incremental like the sea shanties uh but all together when it's like there's no real reward it just feels very arbitrary and it right. just feels like it's there to make the game longer for no other reason. The Korok seeds. <clears throat> what what is the cuz we keep on you you've said that multiple times like it's in the developer's interest or they what we think is why they put those in there is to make the game seem longer. Mm-hmm. And it's like what what is the point? Like if they're playing the game longer but have a worse experience because of it, isn't that bad for that that game and that company? I I the only I can imagine the only reason i can imagine it is if you have a metric that you could measure in the sense of it being like hey like so many the average amount of time like our game was played was like 25 hours or something like that right mm-hmm. because like let's say Steam you have tracks that shit let's say you have outliers that are pulling at that like number now or whatever that stretches it out or something or like you know the collectibles make it longer uh that might be more better way to present like if you're trying to like either if you're incorporated or whatever trying to present it to like a studio or something being like hey we can make engaging games like on average people play our games for 25 to 30 hours you know like and then people are like oh like shitty like oh it looks like yeah people do enjoy playing your games because they play it for so long so of course we'll like adopt you as a studio or something so you know like that's uh the the what i would imagine from an inten- outside from the outside perspective what i would imagine that intentionality being of like extending the game because it, it it makes no sense any other way like in assassin's creed 1 why are there 300 flags if there's no purpose besides the achievements at the end mm-hmm. like the only thing i can like consider is that they're like oh yeah look they beat the game but then they still played it for like 15 hours after they've done all the story that means our 
world was so engaging and not shitty. Like, they couldn't get enough of it. They had to keep going back. Exactly. Or whatever. You're like, no, I was actually just suffering through a collectible montage of awfulness. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. But you still did it. Still did it. No, I didn't. I never found all those flags. I didn't find all the flags. It was garbage. I think Assassin's Creed 1 is when I ended my my spree as a gamer of being a 100% completionist. That's fair. Uh, I think that was the game that broke me. That made me not, not do collectibles anymore. It wasn't DK? Was it Donkey Kong? That no, that was that was a fucking that was a tragedy. That was though. an external. That's tragedy. like there's a fucking grave somewhere on some plot. That's like here lies Paul's 119 golden banana Donkey Kong. It has a, it's the yellow <laughs> murdered <DK> by <laughs> murdered by his. We thought he thought it was friend, ex friend. <laughs> yeah. God. Mm. But yeah, I think altogether though. Um, we I have like another game that uh very close to me, but it's just like a small blemish in it. That, Don't uh, even bring it up. I, th- gonna... I think we'll yeah because we we're playing it right now. That's so true. We can just... probably bring it up later on. Wink, oh, wink, 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 wink. Um, but altogether though, I think the the capstone thought that I have in this is that whenever it's a game has something that either deliberately makes the game longer for like arbitrary reasons or it's like an RNG roadblock that's there that like forces you to grind or to just like throw yourself at it again and again till the point that, like, you eventually get it, or it's just... Yeah, I'd say the deliberate point again, because I was thinking of the gummy ship and the the incoming fighters, but uh, altogether, like, those things, like, there's just shit mechanics. If any developers listen to our podcast, which would be awesome, we love your work, guys, <laughs> don't do it! Like, <laughs> just don't. Please sponsor us many weeks. <laughs> did you like that picture I sent? I did. Yeah. I didn't buy no, it. I, I would have. I'm weak. Uh, <laughs> like, we made a mistake because we went on, like... Wheat made a mistake. We went on, like, the days before 4th of July to fucking Costco. Like, what a nightmare that what? store is. That's we bought, like, $13 worth of, like, merchandise. <laughs> it's a bad idea. But I really wanted those mini-wheats. Because they're delicious and nutritious, and part of a full whole breakfast, right, guys? <laughs> yeah, no, we can't I advertise it yet. We're not sponsored. Shut up. Mini-wheat sucks until... <laughs> <laughs> That's not how it's going to work. Nah. Here are these guys who constantly shit on our product. What should we do, boss? I don't know. Let's sponsor them. I don't know. Let's sue them. <laughs> For slander. For slander. Nah. They're all right. Mm-hmm. Wink. Wink, 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 wink. <laughs> but yeah, uh, any any closing thoughts on the matter, Glenn? Yeah, I was... I mean, I just thought back to Dark Souls and how just if the game... If it impedes my ability, not even just to complete the game, but to like play it and enjoy it while I'm playing it, that that's where, it, that's where it's at for me. And that's such a broad idea, and it's based on like my subjective view of how I'm playing the game and stuff but uh that's really what comes down to what i think is a shit mechanic and we'll get we'll get uh the my tongue quips because i did what, what the fuck did i just tongue say quips? uh tongue I quips have no idea sweet what that means. dude i don't know like it'll get it'll get my my verbal fury what's that uh one guy from uh from gladiator who does like the almost the thumb the emperor who like does almost the thumbs up but then it's a thumbs oh down. yeah he's like walking walking phoenix yeah but what's, what's his character in uh i don't fucking know, I don't know. yeah but that's the uh that's what i imagine glenn is he just has his like his thumb out like it's in between up oh, and yeah. down and it looks like it's hovering up but then he just drops no. it to down thumbs down yeah, just, yeah but i just i just can't handle games where like i feel like i'm playing something that just doesn't doesn't make sense story-wise doesn't make sense like mechanic wise like something's actually actively making impeding my my gameplay experience right. didn't pro cd just, just do a video where he's like man the the combat mechanic oh, in this did? game is so good and it's like collect an egg and then yeah. he's like okay i guess i'll do that and it's like God, combat's so good though. Can I get back to it? And he's like, like, don't forget to collect all the eggs, eggs yeah. or you get the fake ending. Or he's like, oh, is that optional? Yeah, yeah, no, that's optional. Unless that you... is if you don't care about the real ending. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, fuck, dude. Yeah. Because uh, my, my thing is, 
Glenn, you were saying like subject subjectively, it's like bad, but I think yeah, to the point where if everyone has a similar reaction to a like a mechanic like that, it can be objective. Like that mechanic is bad. Like, but people, but you say that, and then people like I, Mass Effect I Andromeda. Know, I know it's. <laughs> So it's like, how do I, how do I trust it's myself? It's really bizarre when, when this is the gaming community, know, community so I'm a part weird. of. Right? I mean, it's such a large group of people. You like, you can never get a hundred percent one way. There's always going to be like, yeah. I love Mass Effect Andromeda. Mm. Uh, we're EA fanboys. Everything they produce is the best. Golden. I turns. can't wait oh. for the DLC to buy. Have you dealt with their customer service before? Spot on. EA Origin is a fantastic program. <laughs> I prefer it over Steam any day. Wow. Oh my god. Wow. Those words like I can't make even my like that like boil. <laughs> like I know, I'm like that, actually like, actually hurt. Oh man. Like having physically warmer. Having like an aneurysm right now. I oh, like actually. <laughs> man, we triggered Jimmy twice oh this episode. So trigged right now. Yeah. New so trigonometry. <laughs> Okay, so yep. we're Meta Podcast. Uh, uh, we we did actually didn't we want to catch us on Insta? Didn't we want to do a oh. uh, a segment though that changing the meta? How how do we change the meta? Don't make shit games. All right, we're Meta Podcast. <laughs> we're we're on Twitter, Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're not on Instagram. <laughs> Facebook, <laughs> Stitcher, uh, Podbean, uh, Apple, Pod Pinterest. <laughs> Just check, check, uh, check Ravelry. Uh, that, that, that's what's all about. You say Ravelry? Uh, uh, what's you fucking it, uh, the Google website? Facebook? Uh, Redbubble, Google. Catch us on MySpace. Circles? What is it? Google Circles? Plus? It's Google Plus. Plus. Google Plus. Nope, not a Google Plus. <laughs> Um, check us out on your favorite podcast app of choice. And if we're not there, let us know so we can get there. Seriously. Actually, yeah. So Jimmy can so get Jimmy us there. So Jimmy can get us there because Jimmy's the one who... I'll take that extra step for you. Guys. Thanks, man. Yeah. Thanks, Jimmy. Thanks. Thanks, me. Uh, but I want to thank Glenn for thanking Jimmy because if we didn't have that, like, Jimmy might not have done it with such gusto. It's true. Might, it still might not do it. So thanks, Glenn. <laughs> And thank you, listeners, for sticking with us through this slog of a... What the fuck is this? Like, mechanics. Well, yeah, I mean, just keep it in mind, you know? Like, if you, if you guys have some games there that we, we didn't mention that you're like, this is pretty shit, let us know and everything. We, we'd love to hear it. But no, it's uh, just... We might even suffer through playing part of it to... to live your experience yeah just uh you know just keep it in mind whenever you play games you know don't don't put up with that shit you know you guys are better than that you guys got good taste don't give ea any more money <laughs> there we go there are they have enough <laughs> just stop it stop it but seriously thank you guys mm-hmm. uh girls all every gender person person all people thank you for listening we are meted podcast you've been meted Bye. Bye. Bye.